I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome to Burp Farm. It'll do. It's Thursday, they say. Yeah. <laughs> Someone once said that there were days on calendars. That's not I true. Remember those things? That's an urban myth. My husband's asked me three times today what day it is, and I have not known yet. Uh, Annie, I miss you. I miss you too. I, I even mean, miss you in like Zoom world. Miss you. I know. What? I know. I mean, What's up with that? At least twice a week on Zoom, at least. And I think still- I think it's maybe because the tank has started to like drain, and the uh-huh. Zoom only like tips it up a little bit, and it's draining. Yeah. It's draining faster than we can refill it with Zoom. I think that's true. Zoom is just not potent enough for best friendhood. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like when you beat open a chest or something in a video game and you're like, there was two coins in there. That wasn't even worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't relate to that, but I like it. <laughs> hmm So <laughs> well, we I should say, so uh I may not know what day it is, but I do know that I'm stoked that we have a new Patreon. Amanda hey. Hollis. Hi, Welcome Amanda. to the party. And thanks Welcome for becoming a Patreon right now. All Patreons are special, but, uh, you know, these be are fun times. Because you are one now. Yeah, you are. So welcome to the Barf Club. Yay. Yay. Uh, we, you and I, have uh, full dance cards right now. Yeah. Shockingly so. When you're bored and you're alone, you have to make a spreadsheet, says Anne Lang, of the things that you plan to do that are virtual races. So now I have one with conditional formatting. Thank you. I feel like because these videos are available to everyone, right? I feel like we we could screen share what our, our spreadsheet looks like. Oh, I'm just saying yeah. we could use the technology we have available to us, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to share mine too, because, uh, I have, uh, I have the ability to do so. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of backfired on me. Can you see my, can you see my screen? I can see your screen. Do you just see trees or do you see my spreadsheet? I see trees and your spreadsheet is off to the left. So I yeah, think you need to so move it I, here. <laughs> we probably should have tested this first. I'm going to stop doing that. Okay. Uh, I'll try. I can't move that thing again. (laughs) We're doing great. Thanks for joining us if you're just listening. Um, So I'm going to, here, I'm going to share mine. You can tell me. Great. And then then you can try to see mine. Holy Christ. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, and you know, guys, this is, as far as getting admittance to the inner sanctum, this is yeah, it. This, this is, is the inner sanctum of Annie Lang. It's my training spreadsheet. So, I want you to know if you're running right now and not looking at our video, that Annie has a category in gray of races called can't do and why. Because that's how tweaky fucking obsessed she is with racing, that she has to remember why. This, she used to have this thing, she'd be like, why can't I do the wars race? Oh, wait, I have a spreadsheet to tell me why I can't do that thing. It's, that's really, that's next level, dude. Thanks. Um, so yeah. Your completed events. Boy, I don't have a lot yeah. of, I don't have a lot of those. I think I want to make that can... just so that I can feel like I can. Oh, 
that is the most important column. The most important yeah. column is the completed races because yeah. it really, it's a really nice boost to be like, oh yeah, I, I've yeah. done like, look at all this shit. Like you did a lot of shit. Hell yeah. And I know you have just as much stuff there, honestly. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're not doing a good job for podcast only listeners, but I wanted to bring this up because uh we've talked a lot about lfts or look forward to's which you know yeah it's like trending now yeah it's like trending have you told your mom yeah i feel like you should let your mom know um i had to organize at first i was just kind of doing virtual races kind of willy-nilly like oh yeah i'll be able to you know like jonathan reached out to us about pitching virtual vertical 5k and i was like yeah I'll i'll figure that out sort that out and was kind of just you know, letting it roll around in my brain. And then as more virtual races started to come out and I was thinking about the ones that you were signed up for, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to actually think about scheduling these things because otherwise I think deadlines are going to pass for some of these virtual races if I don't pay attention or do them in a good order. And I'm not making, I hope everyone in the audience here knows I'm not saying this as a tedious thing. This makes me happy that I had to put all of oh, this yeah. in my schedule sheet. She's sick. She's a sick human being. So and, this- and yes, I, yours are a little beefier than mine. I, I think I'm going to have to pick one really scary one. I want to do one 24 one. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. I think, are you doing the 24-hour vertical challenge? Is that one of the ones you have there? No, so I don't know of a 24-hour vertical challenge. There's the Aravipa Limitless Vert Challenge, which is how much vert you do in a week. So it's like a vert week. Oh, in a week? Yeah. So I don't think you pick a day. It's like how much vert you can log in a week. Oh, it's the... Okay. Which is pretty cool. Isn't it the 28th through... It is May 25th through May 31st. Yeah. So, uh, which I kind of like, week. yeah, 525 to 531 include the cap end days. That's a week, but you, but you're not including the cap end days. You're just including the days that are encompassed within the days they said the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. It starts on the 28th. It starts on the 25th. Uh-huh. Okay. Hold on. Oh. I'm... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it too. Oh, you're going to live look at it. Well, we could have seen your search history. Careful, dude. <laughs> this okay. is my, this okay. is a work laptop. I'm okay. Know that you do things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Man, I'm going to be a crumbly. I see it now. Thank you. I believe you. But consider. Always- <laughs> consider that <laughs> it's a good thing to be able to break it up over a week instead of like one shot, which, because it's funny because you have the limitless. Ver- what was that? I like it less. I thought it was one oh, shot. Oh, you like it less. I mean, I do. Just also consider this, and you know, I feel like this is probably a good time to discuss too, like veracity and going for virtual races. So I think you and I represent like both ends of the spectrums in some things. Like you were talking about postponing doing your running not canceled marathon effort because you were like, I'm not ready quite yet. I'm going to bump it out a week. And I'm yeah. thinking, like, if I've got to walk part of my 5K, I'll do. <laughs> So like, and again, neither way is wrong. We all get, we all deserve what we want and need. So I'm like, you know, uh, for me taking the pressure off and being like, Hey, however I do this is fine is really good for me. And I, 
And I think for me, for you, the flip side is true is to be like, yeah, this is a good reason to go out and try continue your Mr. Magoo training plan. Oh yeah. A lot of this is very much in line with um, the new method. Did we give a shout out to the person, to our friend, Trail Running Makes Me Happy, who was the winner of our entry to the virtual vertical 5K? I know we did on social media, but we, we did didn't. not hear, but yeah, so congratulations and thank you for signing up so fast as well. We're excited to see your, uh, your verti virtual vertical 5K attempt because, and I hope Lauren, you don't mind me sharing on your behalf, you went oh, out and I busted your ass for yeah. 650 feet of gain. Yeah, which that's not enough. So I'm bummed because I went to Grandview and I, I get to the steepest hill that I can think of in town and I'm, I'm like really not feeling good that day. It's really cold. There's like a little snow. It's just like, it's pummeling your, like your will to survive kind of day. And I get maybe six, six times up the hill. And at some point a little thing like a light bulb goes off in my brain that says, math, Lauren, this hill is a specific length with a distinct amount of vertical gain per length. You can't run it faster to make it have more vertical gain. And the object of the game is not speed, it's total feet. Mm -hmm. So basically, no matter what I do, if I make it to 3.1, I have to stop. I can't go to the 40 minutes, right? The only limiting factor would be, well, no, you could, I think you could go to 40 minutes. No, it's a 5k. You can't. It's not a minimum of 5k? No, it's a 5k. If you kept going, you would be cheating. Oh, I guess. So the only, the only way where math would come into play is if you could potentially not get to the 5k distance fast enough. You know what I mean? Right, yes, you're, exa you're exactly right. I see. Right. Oh, math. When is it? Ever I know. So the wrong? math went off my brain and I was like, fuck. So I just have to keep going to see what it turns out to be because I need to make an effort. But without a treadmill, there's no way I can even remotely be competitive in this race. So I have Kirby, my delightful curbside treadmill friend. However, so I'm going to caveat this. So it's a, it's like a 1980s treadmill that was free on the side of the road. And for whatever reason, the belt doesn't slip, even though we have it propped up on literally cinder blocks and pieces of wood. And it's a, let's say it's like a 24% grade. It's, it's pretty gnarly. Um, I am kind of like, recusing myself from any awards i'll say because it doesn't have an elevation gain readout on it so like whereas i know it's true like andy and i have calibrated and looked at it with a level and done the math yeah and done the math and everything to know it gets 1314 feet of gain every mile done is 1314 but i kind of feel like if if i was someone else and saw someone that doesn't have a gain readout and saying like, oh yeah, I Everested on this. Mm -hmm. I would not count that as official. So whereas I'm gonna use that for the Limitless Vert Week, I'm just gonna kind of consider that unofficial because even though, again, I'm gonna Everest, maybe even double Everest, wouldn't that be fun? You're gonna Everest, oh, for the Limitless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I've considered using that for the virtual vertical 5K, but I was like, eh. That might be more fun to try and go out and do a punchy it, hill and see what happens. It's not fair. It's just not fair to people who don't have treadmills to do any of these vertical challenges. Yeah. 
Yeah. It made me regret signing up for them. <laughs> the limitless vertical challenge, I'm going to give my all and just go to Great Seal. And I'll and I'll just have it be like a badge of honor. Even yeah. Though, I mean, the people who are signing up for that are like people who live in the mountains. So it's yeah. like not like I'm throwing my name in the hat. Yeah. And to be fair, the virtual vertical 5K was made by people in Florida. So <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, they well, don't have a mountain advantage. Have, they might have treadmills. Yeah, they might have um, treadmills. I am also doing in two weeks the Bigfoot colon, the social distancing champion running challenge. What's the stipulations of that one? Uh you have to do it uh without being near people. Um and you can do 5k, 10k, half and full, and I'm doing the half. Cool. Um, mostly enticed because the t-shirt is a Yeti holding a roll of toilet paper, which I thought was very funny. It's really good. Yeah. Also, this feels like a conversation where you and I are just making up races and being yeah. like, and then, and then I'm gonna, and then, uh, I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna see how many times I can run around the outside of my house, uh, or how fast I can do a hundred times around my house uh -huh. and then see how much distance I have. And I'm yeah. not allowed to, I'm, I'm only allowed to drink lemonade. While yeah, I, do that. I have to do 100 jumping jacks in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> if I don't live on a cul-de-sac, I have to find the nearest cul-de-sac, make sure yeah. no one else is on it. I can only eat Cheetos to fuel my run. <laughs> I have it's to go into somebody else's house while social distancing and take some of their toilet paper and then wear only the toilet paper back to <laughs> Oh, I like that one. I really want to do one where you can only wear toilet paper. I think that's, well, no one would do it because they don't want to lose their toilet paper. I don't know. We've put it out into the world. Maybe it'll come back to us as a virtual race. But so, yeah. So on the sheet that I was sharing, I have all of the races in there. I'll say their due dates. What? Does that race exist? The Great Toilet Paper Chase of 2020 Virtual Race. <laughs> no! <laughs> wow. Wow. Is it, is it where only toilet paper? Oh my God. Um, share your screen and look it up because the metal is crazy dope. It is okay. hot pink and it's a toilet paper cartoon running away from a bunch of angry people. Um, and it's, ch it's cheap. It's 22 bucks and you get metals and bibs. I am going to do this just to own this medal because it's the dopest medal I've ever seen. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wow. Okay, here, I'm, I'm sharing. Uh. <laughs> I mean, what's $22? That's you nothing. Can, you can run a one miler. Oh, that's cool. The, okay, the logo is really cute. It's so good. One mile, 5K, 10K, half and full marathon. So we should probably do one mile wearing only toilet paper. I would, I mean, I have to mix it up. They can't all be long races. I think this might be just like, maybe like a, a, time, a mile time trial. Oh, I have to I tell you, this is, this is funny though. Uh, it is not, it is not due to the pandemic. You're kidding me. Did you know that National Toilet Paper Day takes place on August 26th? We thought one way to honor this day is the Great Toilet Paper Chase. But it says they're donating to COVID-19 through World Health, so I don't know. What? Wild. 
it wasn't because of this? I don't think so. Originally, medals and bibs will start shipping out the first week of May. Well, I'll, I'm going to put the, I'll add this to my list later. Yay. Will you do a one mile time trial? Yes. Well, I, we're kind of already doing one. You know what I mean? Gross. So, uh, and that, that brings me to the training portion of our, of our podcast. So uh-huh. you and I have committed to a virtual beer mile. As, as of right now, it looks like next weekend. We've had a few people request to join us. Yeah. I don't know how we do that. So I don't know if we just want to do a group Zoom call and have everybody yes. go in. Yes. And do we want to try and start at the same time? Or do we want to have yes. a window? I no. also thought if we did, so if we did a window of time, I thought this might be kind of funny. I'm not committing to this, dear listeners. But if we had like, let's say we committed to being on Zoom for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever, we could do our beer mile within that time frame and then also get to watch other people do beer miles and commentate on them doing it. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that better recreates the beer mile experience, which is getting wasted yourself and then also needing to keep it together while watching other people do it. Just a thought. Is I, there a way to make the Zoom visible to others who aren't live in the zoom like you can only be in the zoom if you are participating in the race but you can also watch it uh well yeah i could set it up to be a facebook live event so people could go into facebook live to watch the event and people could just message us to get the zoom dial-in info let's do that yeah i like the idea of getting to hang out and watch other people too so did we say we were going to try and do next saturday or next sunday are you doing next saturday next saturday Okay. Aren't you doing um, running is not canceled next Saturday? That's the Bigfoot social distancing. Silly me. The social distancing champion. <laughs> this Saturday, I think I'm going to go out for the marathon. There's no. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. There's no, yeah. There's no other good day in my <laughs> sketch. So, I mean, I, I could do it next month, but like the metal's in my closet. I have oh, yeah. to do it now. Yeah. That metal's burning a hole in your pocket. It's burning a hole. I can't oh. even, I'm not even allowed to wear the, uh, can't wear the sweatshirt until I run the race. So I'm going to, I'm going to try chugging some of my PBR, uh, in training for the beer mile. Got to get used to it. It's not the running that ever gets me on the beer mile. No. Also, Ooh, I'm getting spooky in the belly thinking about this the is mile. the second most popular beer mile beer. Did you know that? Next to what? Budweiser. Ew. I, I think PBR has a higher level of drinkability. I do too. Yeah. So how much are you going to chug the whole thing? Most of it. Annie's chugging. She doesn't like it. Thumbs down. Not the whole thing. Chug, chug, chug a lug. Half. Half? How'd that go? Uh, Excuse me. Um, Not bad. And I feel like you and I have had some really rough beer mile beer. So in comparison... Easier. This is delightful. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, I remember having drank so much craft beer that all I wanted was like a Miller Lite. I mean, haven't, haven't we done three beer miles with craft higher proof yes. beer? Yes. Yes. Buffarted, Sufferfest. What did we have at the Broke Man's Beer Mile? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that was two was it great? Times. Was it Great Lakes or something? Yeah. And also, we've had... We've had two where we've had different, two different kinds of beer. Not the shock to the system, might I add. 
also it's always it's almost always been cold <laughs> so well, i'm i'm keeping these yeah drink it huh yeah painfully cold yeah i'm keeping these room temperature which even now somehow this is still a little cold i'd like it just a little bit warmer yeah it's hard you gotta get it at the right place or it gets more foamy when it's warmer yeah <sighs> let's see if i can do the second half all right get it lang get it lang chug it chug it chug it chug it chug it lang chug it lang get it get it get it lang do it lang do it lang do it do it do it lang still going wow yeah. I just washed my hair, so I'm not going to do it, but I feel pretty solid about that. Okay. Okay. Nice work. That's good to know. That makes me feel better. I encourage you to do that because it will make me feel, it'll make you feel better. Belcher, whoever lived. Wait, what? I'm the most righteous? Belcher. You oh. belch no human I have ever known, male or female, old or young. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, virtual beer mile next set. Wait, let's go in order because I love a timeline. Okay. Bigfoot colon, the social distancing champion. Vir oh, wait, I'm still messing up the order. First yeah. up, running is not canceled marathon. Well, hold on. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to start my Yeti 24-hour challenge tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. So that's running five miles every four hours for 24 hours. Five miles every four hours for 24 hours. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's not too, it sounds like just the right sweet spot for me, which is like, by the time I've come back and kind of like eaten more calories than I need to in order to recover from what I just ran. And I'm kind of thinking like, oh yeah, I need to start. I'm going to be like, oh, it's time to run again. So yeah. I'll be running at 8 a.m., noon, 4 p.m., 8 p.m., midnight, 4 a.m. Saturday, and then I'll be done. And then I have actually like- actually what Morgan Green does in a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> we love you morgan i know and morgan is morgan and brian ashworth are also starting theirs tomorrow they're going to start at 5 p.m i think oh cool. but i like the idea of breaking up my work day tomorrow and also uh that i get to be done saturday morning and then i get to be a bum all weekend long because i love did a that. bunch of miles love that okay so the running is not canceled full marathon Saturday. The following Saturday in the morning, the Bigfoot social distancing champion half marathon. I'm sorry. I think you, I think you said it wrong. The Bigfoot colon. The social distancing champion. Bigfoot colon. <laughs> there is, I wish it had a colon. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? Oh, okay. It means like he is the social distancing champion because no one knows, no one sees him. Yes, yes. But there is no colon. There should be a colon. So that in the morning and then in the evening, the burf barf don't barf beer mile, which is very fun. Fun to say out loud. Wait, do it again. Um, the burf barf don't barf beer mile. The burf barf don't barf beer mile. I know. I just like saying it. Also, uh, what's the abbreviation for that? The B, the... The B, B, D, B, B, M. Yes. <laughs> the B B B B M. It's good. Oh man, I really like that. Uh, I'm gonna have to retry the virtual vertical 5K maybe at some point. I don't know how I'm gonna make it better, but I'll try. Stairwell. Uh, the limitless vertical challenge is in late May. 
the Choo Choo Nine Milers complete, and then the Great Toilet Paper Chase, I actually might train for the mile. Cool. I might just whittle it down and see if I can actually get like a seven minute mile. So I have those uh, same races. I'm going to do my running is not canceled. I think, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how I feel. I'm either going to do a half marathon or a marathon for that. I think I will do that after the vert week or no, I can't do it after. It'll have to be before the vert week. So that will be like at the beginning of May. And then I also signed up for the lockdown adventure race, which I think is wild. And I'm, I'm just uh, excited to see how to make that work. So uh the rootstock racing team which comprises of abby and brent perkis um who are just awesome people they are putting on a virtual adventure race which is kind of mind-boggling to think about and i admire them so much for even trying to make this a thing um but they've laid out like eight different stages of you need to trek for this long you need to navigate this long using like geocaching.com you need to do a trail bike ride for at least this long and and they've also included in each one of these things like you need to visit uh two spurs two re-entrants a gravestone which i thought was really clever because like like almost everywhere has a graveyard of some kind, whether it's really old or it's newer and just a couple different things like that that make it so that you can make this a fun thing without it being too willy nilly. Cause the challenging thing to recreate with an adventure race is not knowing where you're going. So having these different criteria makes it so that you have to plan a route that gets to all these things. And it's also just a really fun way to explore where around where you are in a way that you haven't thought of before, which is probably one of our favorite things about orienteering too, is like going to Great Seal. And when we did a navigational event there, it was kind of like, how many hours have we spent here? And I never noticed these ruins. (laughs) So it'll be fun to try and figure out where to do each portion, especially since a lot of adventure races have been canceled for this year. So yeah, is that all of our virtual races? So let's think about this. So we've got- Yeah. Virtual Beer Mile, Yeti 24-Hour Challenge, Virtual Vertical 5K, the Limitless Vert Challenge Week, Running is Not Canceled, the Lockdown Adventure Race, the Great Toilet Paper Chase, and and we've already completed the Choo Choo Nine Miler and the Quarantine Backyard Ultra. (laughs) Also, if you needed more enticing to do the great toilet paper chase of 2020. If you go to the, the webpage to sign up for the race, you can buy it an a la carte t-shirt from another webpage, and you can buy it in performance, heavyweight, extra soft, tri-blend, and vintage, and you can buy it in one of 20 colors. Who needs real races? We all do, we all need We all do, we, we all, all do. do, we all do. <laughs> that I, sounds really good. It's sweet. I might get it in like hot pink. Um, <laughs> what a weird conversation this is. Just think like, who would have thought like three months ago, we'd be like, you know what? We should do a podcast episode about our virtual race schedule. That's it's a little good. bit like living in a cave and like finding an old spoon and being like, <laughs> treasure. <laughs> like you're trapped in a cave for three months and someone's like, I found a spoon and everyone's like, 
Yeah, the, the level of getting excited for things has changed very dramatically. Yeah. Like yeah. The, we're not flying to another state to do a multiple day race with like bikes and gear. We're like a one mile race that you could wear a silly t-shirt for that I found on the internet. <laughs> like for example, when we picked up our grocery order this week and they actually had Cheez-Its in stock, like one of the best days ever. I mean, wow, yeah, that's you all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I have been following a lot of people on Instagram who are doing um, Instagram live writing prompts and then writing with you and then reading what they say. I didn't know that was a thing for a bunch of people, but I follow a lot of self-love folks. And uh, I follow this one woman named Amanda who did um, one today. And as soon as I find one, I always actually do it because it definitely like it breaks up sort of like the crappy mood of my work day where I'm just like, I can't believe I'm at my house and I have to do all of this shit that I hate and everything just feels like a storm cloud. So if I break it up, I can like very much change my attitude by doing one of these prompts. And hers today was just like, how are you actually doing? Which was good to like frame things for myself. Cause I actually am like for a whole solid week, I'm doing really pretty good. And I, I'm completely aware of all of my privilege when I say that I have a lot. I have a lot. I have abundance. Um, but uh, it was good for me to like reframe like, okay, so a lot of scary things have happened and I'm hunkered down and I am scared about there not being races for the rest of the year. And I'm scared about there not being concerts for the rest of the year. But like, I think like as we go and we get these tears back into our real lives, like we will find way more joy in very small things like a backyard bonfire with like three people and you will just go home like filled to the fucking brim with sunshine. Like you might not get the things that you anticipated back out of this year, but you will probably see them much differently. Like I'm already thinking about how nice it's going to be to see my family at Christmas. Like I'm so excited for that. And it's April. <laughs> It's just changed my concept of time and also like what's rewarding to me. Sure. Um, I've been thinking about what things I would like to hold on to that may be hard for me to hold on to as, mm, I won't even say habits, but like things that I've been doing that I would like to keep after the quarantine ends. And I think one of them is like creative outlets that are not running or work so yeah. like you know whether that's something as trite as like a coloring page with arbor or we mm -hmm. started painting rocks like that kind of stuff fuels me and i don't always make space and priority for those things because i always feel like i should be doing something else i always should be working i always should be running i always should be like i just kind of feel like i always should be doing something else and the should be things have been whittled down quite a bit now because there's really there's really like few things that you feel like you can otherwise do so not feeling like you should do other things is pretty easy yeah I totally feel this sentiment about the should be like today I mean I work like an eight and a half nine hour day I'm like I want to read for 20 minutes or lay down for 20 minutes I don't even, I barely take a lunch break like I cook in 10 minutes and come back to my desk mm-hmm and I'm like, well, this is what I should be doing. I should be diligent. Well, I am diligent. And I, there's no reason to not take a break to write or read or lay down for 20 minutes. 
And so I'm actually do, like, I'm affording myself things that I told myself before were like unreasonable to want, mm-hmm. like sit in the tub for an hour and read or take a nap, which I never like, to me, that is like the essence of lack of productivity and productivity is not the measure of a person. So I would say that this has reframed my idea of productivity. I've also started some new habits, like just like you've said about like crafty things at night. It started to feel like, oh God, the only thing that we do at the end of the day to like cap off the end of our day is watch TV. Mm-hmm. So instead I've started like, we'll light a fire and I have been drawing all of the tarot arcana cards. Ooh, cool. Like one by one and they take forever because they're super, and I'm just drawing like the most famous version of them, like not a weird ad- adaptation, but like I, there are a bunch of them and I'd like to get through them, maybe even do the whole set. Yeah. Um, but it's just something to do that's like, not TV based. And the other thing that I want to keep doing that I've started doing is I dedicate at least 30 minutes of like midday physical activity, like to like a HIIT workout or a yoga workout. And I was doing like cross training before, but this feels more um, like purposeful. Hmm? I said purposeful. Like it feels purposeful. Like before I just like go down and get on the spinner bike at work and just be like, okay, I fucking did it but I'm doing activities where I feel like I'm moving in my body. Like I'm either dancing or doing yoga or doing like, you know, like an old insanity style workout, but I'm like more in my body than I'm used to being. And I'm also building strength because I'm doing like new and dynamic things. So that's something that I want to continue doing. Yeah. Stoked on that. I feel like there's a thing I want to add in here about like, not productive things, but I also have had a hard time not doing things right now too. Like I, I feel like one of this, like us talking about productivity and really re-examining that, like feeling like, you know, like the idea of, Hey, when the stay at home order ends, like we don't need to come out the other end of this better trained, weighing less, having started a garden, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. doing all these things. Like if, if, if I come out the other end of all of this and I'm 20 pounds heavier, my VO2 max has decreased. I can't run as far and I haven't been washing my face. Mm-hmm. I am no less important or valuable as a person. Yep. And that's yep. important. That's like important to remember because I just, it's got, it's definitely gotten better, but certainly at the beginning of this, like I didn't want to go out for a run and then just kind of heaped on top of that, not feeling good about not wanting to go out for a run. And that just kind of compounds things. So, you know, I feel like there's something I want to say about holding on to that idea of examining what things contribute to me after this is all over, but I don't know that I feel that clarity quite yet. So yeah. 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 It's an interesting time though. I just, it's really, what a weird experiment that we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, and I'm just sort of realizing these things as, as, as I say them out loud with you. And that's that like a lot of my life is kind of like not performative, like it's fake, but a lot of my life like uh, is viewed by an outside entity. And sometimes that's what gives it meaning. Like I'll teach a class and people see that class or, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we still have that outlet with birth bar for a little bit, but like even just like having bigger events where 
will give a presentation or like not even to say that like hanging out with your friends is a performative act, but in some way that has an impact on your psyche that your story is being viewed. Mm -hmm. And when your story no longer has an audience because you are in the cave holding a spoon, like you have to ask yourself what your value is as a human being in the world if you were to be in kind of like, not entirely, but in a vacuum. Like, meditatively how can how can you what is the manner in which you can exist if you are not being viewed i feel like this is the whole debate kind of around social media right like is something less valuable if it's not liked by photographed yeah or seen Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think that's an easy question either because I'll, I'll be a bit vulnerable here. Like I've thought about like some of the things I've done with running and I've thought like, if no one knew about this, if like, if absolutely no one knew about this, would I still do it? And I feel like, uh, I'll say more often than not, the answer is no. Mm -hmm. And which is a weird feeling because I don't, I don't feel like I do it for those reasons. But when I think about like, if no one knew, it becomes a lot more transparent, like, oh yeah, that that's part of but it. But that's not a shameful joy, because that can be the joy that is the byproduct of shared joy. Yeah. If people are proud of you and for you, that is not like, hey dad, watch my dive. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. Like, we're excited together, and I'm more excited when you're excited for me and with me. I, I appreciate not, that perspective a lot. That's yeah. not a guilty feeling. That's like, everyone feels that way. Like no one wants to come home with a trophy and then put it in a box. Well, lots, some people do put it in a box under, under the bed. Uh, it's not always about like that reinforcement of being like, you are good. You are fast. You are strong. Sometimes it's like, you're my friend. I'm so pumped for you. Yeah. No. And I, I really appreciate that sentiment. I feel like that's a, um, uh, I don't like to say nice way to put it because that makes it sound trite, but like, uh, what, for example, one of the keys to longevity as a person is community. So in a way, sharing and having those things viewed by people is a way that we connect as a community. So where do you draw the line between connecting with others as part of your community versus being driven by someone viewing your thing? Like, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's a difference between like doing it solely to be viewed or appreciated versus like i know one of the things that's key key to us through birth barf is inspiring other people to go out and do crazy shit (laughs) and like to know that anybody can do this nonsense that we do so like that's definitely a two-way street as as far as like establishing ourselves in this community yeah yeah that's like when a group of people like find a way together to get through an obstacle like, like a training event, you know, like, yeah, it's a thing you can't do without a group of people. Like you can't get across the imaginary sea of alligators without nine people. So it's not like, it's just, it's not always performative, you know, that's yeah. what I think the point is. Do you think though, that there are parts of your, like, has, has this time period made you think about things maybe that you do do you feel like there are any things you do exclusively because they're performative? No. 
and I'm not patting myself on the back, but I genuinely am a community kind of person. I always thrive in groups. I always want to teach and learn. I always want to build people up and have other people build me up. And there's not an aspect of that that's not satisfied in some way by one of those things. Like yeah. teaching, running, racing, like none of that is strictly just for like showiness. Yeah. Hmm. You know, yeah. from toilet paper chase to existential intro, uh, intros, uh, introspection in like 17 minutes. <laughs> um, what else is on your mind? What else is on my mind? Uh, I, I'm, I'm surviving and thriving. I am yesterday marked 30 days for me, no days off, which is I've never streaked cool. in my whole life. That's really I'm cool. Not broken, but I am like, I am getting to the toddler tired place where like, I'm just tired for no good reason. And don't you forget that like how much yeah. like when yeah. you start to run a lot and or harder the t the fatigue that comes with that and that's another thing I feel like has led to me being able to do other creative stuff is because I have the energy to do so instead mm -hmm. of spending that on running which mm -hmm. is a weird spot to think about but yeah like but there is there is a richness that comes in that fatigue like that hard earned there is there's a richness but there's also a despondent nature <laughs> Because last night I ran speed work and then I sat in my chair to draw and I literally was like, I felt like I was vibrating and I had that weird hot cheek feeling that you get if you take too long of a hot bath. And I was just yeah. like, whoa, 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 like I can't do, mm -mm -mm. can't, I can't make a popcorn. I can't put on a sock. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do anything. It's so fucking hard. Um, of course, it was a Gelfie speed work, so of course it was hard. <laughs> Puke rally. Holy shit. Um, I'm totally going to share something on Rebecca's behalf, but uh, Rebecca is one of our listeners and has Gelfie as her coach. And in true Gelfie form, uh, he helped. She's also planning on doing the Yeti 24-hour challenge this weekend. So good luck, Rebecca. Have fun doing that. Uh, I'm hoping to as well. And she's doing, she's one of the people that would like to join us on the virtual beer mile next weekend. And Gelfie, in true Gelfie form, which I just, I just love. Like if you guys, if you haven't heard us talk about Trails and Tarmac, I'll just say it again. Ryan Gelfie and the Trails and Tarmac team are if you've considered at all having a running coach, please look up Trails and Tarmac. Laura and I are just both big Ryan Gelfie fans. Like, it's just so encouraging, so knowledgeable. But anyways, in true Gelfie fan, he was helping Rebecca work through her training plan with doing the Yeti 24-hour challenge this weekend and the beer mile next weekend. So, yeah. You incorporated it into her schedule seamlessly. Yes, as well as giving her tips for doing the beer mile. Yeah. Took it seriously and then plugged it into yes. her training. Like, I feel like God that's one it. of the things that makes him such a good coach. The things that are important to you are important to him. So I just, that's I awesome. have to call that out because it definitely made me feel like, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, our other good friend Landon is also training with Gelfie. We should get a cut of this. Um, <laughs> and he has talked about how he is concerned that that Leadville is not going to happen and he was we were talking about like how 
he doesn't know which one of them is going to break. Like one of us is going to be like, Santa's not real. Right. Like we both know that I'm not really training for like this. I'm training for a race. That's not going to happen. Right. Like, so what should we do instead? So we were wondering like what other hundreds he could do in the fall because he'll be so keyed up with. Well, luckily he'll probably have his choice of 80 different hundreds in the fall as everything gets bumped. You know what I mean? With everything getting rescheduled. You think they'll just do like rolling starts? What do you mean rolling starts? So that they don't have like everyone at the line at the beginning? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm hopeful that come, I don't know, mid to end of September to October, like things, as things get rescheduled from this summer to the fall, it's going to be a pretty choice 100 on most weekends. Like, Um, I I think you and I talked about the, I can't remember if you guys talked about if we talked about this on a happy hour podcast episode, but like you and I are booked nearly every weekend already for all of September. Like always every year. Yeah. And this has just made it that much more intense. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, the last thing I want to say is, uh, Please join us on every Friday during quarantine for a happy hour on Facebook Live and Instagram. I think we're going to try and do both Facebook and Instagram um, this weekend moving forward as long as we can make that work without too many technical issues. Um, Thanks for everybody's patience last week, but um, let us know how you guys are doing. We're certainly invested in your mental health as well. Thanks for tagging us in your LFTs oh, and yes. your tag us in your look forward tos. Yes, and also I I've really been enjoying those of you that have been tagging us on keeping you company in some of your virtual race efforts. So we're I feel like <laughs> this is not just because we have a podcast. I feel like podcasts are like keeping me running right now like I feel like I go for a run with the podcast that I listen to and I'm like my friends are still here (laughs) (laughs) yep so we're glad we can provide that to you as well we feel the same way like we're, we're really happy to be there for you but um I guess until next time we are Burp 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 Burp